Oh, Father, is such a sweet presence in this place. And I thank you for every listener while we enjoy being in this place. Because we dwell in a secret place of the Most High. Father, I receive a deposit from you. And I'm going to release it with nothing missing, nothing lacking, or nothing broken. Before I can receive anything, I first must receive myself. To release anything. To receive from you is to receive from you for me first and release it unto them. And I thank you, Father, for using us as vessels for your glory. May you continue to be glorified. Christ, you continue to be magnified as we continue to be edified in all that we do. You know when you know that, you know that, you know that, you know. When you feel Holy Spirit on the inside, you know when you see. And you know when you see what you said and you saw. And you know what you hear. And you know how you hear and what you heard, what you hear and continue to hear as you heard. And you know what you're saying. Based upon what you said and you say and you seen and you say what you say. And you keep on saying what you said and you see what you say. You know. You know what it's like. You know what it's like to encounter. You know what it's like to sit around and just talk. Just talk. And whatever comes out, let it come out. I'm here to be a vessel. And so are you. So whatever comes out during this time of us coming together, let it come out. Since we have been here, the enemy have used so many ways of using words to be disrespectful, to tell us we can't, tell us we won't, called us names, and we felt so rejected by whoever he used to reject, to disrespect, to say words and try to sweep them under the rock, to say what words and try to dress them up and say words they try to make it seem like they're not harsh, but they are. To do deeds maliciously. And we know that they're malicious and have motives that we can spot from a mile away. And we encountered, and we encountered, and we encountered, and we encountered year after year after year. And sometimes we can hold those things in. And we can say, it's okay, I'm fine. But deep down inside, we're not fine. We don't want people to see that we're bothered. Even when we say words like, you can tell me anything about myself. I'll listen. Tell me what I need to hear. Not just what I want to hear. And when God used that vessel to say what we need to hear, we be in our feelings because of what happened in the past. All that disrespect. All those lies being told. All those malicious ways. And now we're walking on eggshells. And now we're easily to be offended. Now we on defense mode. Now we on defense mode. Can't nobody really tell us anything because we're not going to let nobody have access to say what they want to say or just say anything. So we keep up a blockage. Even if we dismiss people. Even if we walk away. But today is a different day. I'm not that person that sit here and will tell you what you know what you need to do. You already know because I know what it's like. To have all that on the inside and try to bottle it down. And I thought liquor was going to help. I thought cigarettes was going to help. I thought relationships were going to help. 
I thought the ways of this world was going to help. I thought pretending I was okay was going to help. I thought putting on a mask was going to help. I thought faking a smile was going to help. I thought just writing it out was going to help. But I had to look upon the hills which cometh my help. And my help always come from the Lord. And your help come from the Lord too. Now, if I can sit here and admit, I know you can too. So if there's anything on the inside of you, while I'm releasing this powerful message, just let it out by admitting. Yeah, you're right. Let me get that out and let God fill up that void. What needs to be there? Because we're too hungry and we're too thirsty to lose access to possessing what's right there before us. You came and you saw and you said, it was good. Everything of the Lord that you encounter, you know it's good. And you see what God is able to do. And you're able to see over and over and over again. Been given the ability to live on free will. And you choose to walk with God. And you know and you're aware that you know that you know you've been chosen. And you're aware that you know that you're aware and you where you know you're not going anywhere. But you know when you feel in your heart. If there's something there that has to come out, let it out. Let it out. It don't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter how seasoned we are. If it's there, it got to come out. Sometimes we put on a different shield of protection and not keep on the shield of faith before us while we have on a breastplate of righteousness. We already have armor. We don't have to put on armor ourselves. We already birthed with armor. And our armor does just what it sit here to do. Just what God intended for it to do. Now I know that you have encountered people that try to compete and compare. And they say they love you. And they say they're friends. And they say they're family. But guess what? We don't wrestle against flesh and blood. We have to become more mature that those ways do not bother us and that we do not dismiss people and leave them in that way because we don't want to feel the ways that we feel when we come around them. We have to stop picking and choosing who we're going to be around, who we're not going to be around, who we're going to connect to, who we're not going to connect to. Because guess what? If you're going to feel uncomfortable around me, that means that there's things that are in you that need to come up out and you refuse to let them out because of me you see as a vessel. But don't see me. You see God through me. You see God through me. You see God through me because I can't do anything. Not of my own. So whatever it is during this powerful encounter, just let it out. Let not your heart be troubled. This is how we know when we operate in offense. When we on defense mode. We so quick to speak and not listen. We so quick to justify, even though we already been justified. People can't really tell us anything because we're not going to let them. And we're looking for downfall before we even see that we are standing. When it comes to us going somewhere or being a part of something, even in ministry, and when people are giving out a message or giving a, a word due to any type of deed or way or any type of form, we're looking for the worst before we see anything good. We're always expecting bad before we come together to receive good. 
and we stay together in a huddle and we keep talking about things and we keep talking about things. And a lot of, a lot of times people don't have those intentions, how we take those things. We take things too personal. We take things too personal when we operate in offense because of the things that we have on the inside, we did not let go. Some of us are very comfortable where we are and we cannot be comfortable there. If we want to exceed and sell, we cannot be cluttery in our minds, heart, soul, body, and our homes. We have to do what we have to do. We have to become better. We cannot allow people's anointing to cause us to want to stay away because we're not ready to make that type of change. This is how you know if you're not ready. You feel some kind of way when you hear a vessel that's connected to you. That's speaking and God is going straight towards you and it's not coming against you, but you feel it being against you and forgetting that is for you because of offense. Offense is of the old man. Offense is not in the new. Defense is of the old man. It's not in the new. Some of us been told we were ugly. We were black. We were fat, fat nose. Fat face, big forehead, nappy hair, straight, straight hair, no hair, thin hair, thick hair, big lips, small lips, big ears, short ears, fat body, short body, big back, little back, small feet, little feet, not neat, bow-legged, not smart, from the ghetto. Grew up without a perfect home, fatherless, motherless, jobless, hopeless. And we received all those things because it bothered us. And the enemy knew if he sent a stranger to do it, it wouldn't make no sense because you don't even know me. So I wouldn't even receive that. But he knew to use those who we care about, who's close to us. Many of us felt abandoned. Had you been here, it would have been better. It would have been better. How come? And that's why many of us are doing what it takes to get our hustle on so we can never, ever feel like that again. Feel the need to ever want again. Feel the need to ever borrow again. And many of us are lending just so we cannot be a borrower from different places, different banks, different credit cards and it's still borrowing but we're doing whatever it takes to get what we want so we know we say what we want to have and we don't look like how we actually feel inside do you understand many of us are not used to opening up many of us are still closed many of us pick and choose who we open up to but that doesn't bring any glory in your life, in my life, because it's no such thing as partial. It's either is or it's not. It's either hot or it's cold. It's either up or it's down. You understand it's either right or it's wrong. It's either free or not free at all. It's either a hundred percent or no percent when it comes to everything and anything. I'm a person who have encountered just about it all and through it all. I thank God that he said, come to him. 
come, come, come. Some words hurt so bad. Some deeds hurt so bad, especially when you give someone your all. When you look out for somebody, when you give them even money, when you give them a place to stay, when you give them food to eat, and they seem to forget that you have helped. People that you used to fellowship and call and hang out with, soon to forget that you were the one, I were the one who prayed. And we brush it off to God be the glory. It don't even matter. How many times we've been around people who don't even consider us? How many times we've been around people and felt like we had to be important to be around certain people because we didn't really feel significant? We know that we need to have a purpose here. We know that we are important. But we felt like if we look at our lives from the outside in, what is that to showcase? What is there to showcase? And that's why many of us showcasing things to have a look so people can see what we want them to see. But when you walk with God, people can see from the inside first. Because that's where the work began, from the inside. From the inside. From the inside. From the inside. Many of us didn't even want to be here anymore. We felt like, you know, we just wasn't important. We always been overlooked. Feel like things were happening. Things were happening. We wanted somebody else's life. We wanted somebody else's hair. We wanted somebody else's shape. We wanted somebody else's race. We wanted somebody else's parents. Somebody else's money. And God said, what I have for you, it is just for you. Oh, do you know the plans and thoughts I have concerning you? Don't even think those thoughts. Don't even listen to those words. Just know who you are and let me do what I do. Do you understand? You just got to throw your hands up and say, I am somebody. I am worth being here. I have a purpose. I'm important. My life matters. My life matters. I matter. I have a voice too. I have a voice too. I have a voice too. You understand? It don't matter if you're 99 years old. You won't lift your hands up. If this word touching you and say, I have a voice too. I have a voice too. Do you understand? Sometimes because I'm young, older people don't really want to receive because they feel like, okay, I should know because you're younger than me. But wisdom don't come with age. Wisdom comes with me. Oh God. Oh God. So many relatives and friends, people we know who went home and did not want to be bothered with us or did not have time for us or did not want to do anything with us. We are the first ones that God began to discuss. I see it all the time in a vision. Christ take me there to a lot of visitations where people depart their body. And many of us are the first topic of discussion and people be crying in his presence. I had no idea what I was doing because out of the flesh we enter nothing but the spirit man and the spirit man knows the exact truth because the flesh keep trying to get in the way and without that flesh without that shell you know it for what it is and you begin to see what you've done and you begin to realize you were wrong and you feel like it's over and Christ said no it has just begun just repent and make it right and then in the kingdom cheering us on and cheering us on. Oh, I have family members that came to me in a visitation and cheering us on and cheering us on. Do you understand? Seriously, it don't matter what kind of sin you have ever done. Know this, you have been forgiven. 
move on. There is no such thing as small or big. You understand? Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Pornography, masturbation, abortion, manipulation, murder, strife, unforgiveness, burning somebody up or cutting somebody's fingers off. It doesn't matter. Lying on somebody for them to be in prison. It doesn't matter. Cheating the system. It doesn't matter. Killing your own kids. It doesn't matter. Killing your own parents. It doesn't matter. When you ask God to forgive, he forgives. And guess what? Nothing, nothing is ever lost. You may think it's lost. It's never lost. Because God sees the end all the way down to the beginning. He already know everything before we do it. He know that murder about to take place. He know about that abortion two years before you even think to go get it. He know about that masturbation due to that movie that you see. And you said you was going to save yourself, but you sitting there playing with yourself. Come on, somebody. Come on. You understand. You understand. Even being in relationships and people just lie and cheat and have us to feel like we are worth nothing. And we start feeling insecure. Why you cheat on me? What's so bad about me? Then we start looking at ourselves. It don't matter how much we try to dress it up. Sometimes we can feel insecure. But I'm going to tell you this. You got to stand up. And you got to give yourself your best. Give yourself your best. If you, can, if you can look at yourself and you don't like what you see due to your weight gain, then lose it. Give yourself that much of you. That you're going to sit it out and see it through. You understand? Don't quit on you. You want to lose that belly? Then lose it. You want to tighten up? Then do it. Don't just give yourself a start without giving yourself a finish. Do you understand? If you're a laid-back, chill person, then be a laid-back, chill person. Don't ever allow insecurity to come on the inside of you. That you don't want to be around people because you think that they look better than you or act better than you or act better or look better than me. You understand? Because we all have felt those ways before. Because the ways of the world are set up that way. That's why many don't even look the same because they are doing so many surgeries to try to be who they can never be. Because they would never fit in the world's way of being accepted because acceptance only comes by God. So in the world where you would never, never, ever, you understand, belong. Or be satisfied. Because satisfaction only comes from and by God. Do you understand? Give God your very best. Give yourself your best. You and I have one chance to be here. We don't get a life here after we depart our body. We don't depart our body, go into kingdom and say, okay, can we come back and do it again? You only get one chance. But while we're here... God gives us more than one chance and chance and chance why we are here. But when we depart our body, that's it. You understand? I'm not talking about an out-of-body experience or in the hospital and then you go to heaven and come back here. I mean, when you are done, you understand? You in eternal glory. There's no coming back living on 7th Avenue. There's no coming back living on Mount Boulevard. You understand? You in the kingdom and that's where you're going to be. Hallelujah. So while we're here, let's make the best of while we're here. Let's go all out for ourselves. Because we're going to let the devil know that you are such a darn liar. You are such a darn liar. And you're going to know through my praise. And you're going to know through my giving of thanks. 
You are a liar. You are a liar. Get thee behind us, Satan. Every lie you have thrown at us, we throw it back. Every lie, we throw it back. Every form of hurt and pain, we throw it back. Every form of insecurity, we throw it back. We don't have to receive approval by people in order to know that we are important. We don't have to prove no point for no one to know that we're walking in purpose. We don't have to connect with people who we think are important for us to feel important. And we don't have to feel less important when we see people that are important walk past us and don't acknowledge us. We don't have to talk about any of those things. We don't have to talk about any of those ways. We're just going to be who we are. And we're going to leave a mark here. We're going to leave our names here. Because that is a successful life. Having a great name. And not trying to be the greatest. But have a great name. Do you understand? I will advise you to watch what you do from this day forward. No matter what you did before you listen to this. Just, you know what? It's over. It's over. Some lies that we have told and we like, you know what? I feel bad. I feel bad. And we don't even now look at people because we lied. Guess what? It's over. Just don't do it again. Move on. A fresh start is a fresh start. A fresh start is a fresh start. We have to learn how to trust those who God has connected to us. We cannot allow people and them being seasoned, no matter what age, to feel insecure. We come out of that. You understand? Because I'm going to tell you like this. I've been pushed away just about my entire life. And it was like dawn. You know, it's like it doesn't feel good. I've been pushed away for whatever reasons. And I'm like, darn. And I still love. I still have to go through a process of not to become so angry or bitter or feel down or less than. And some would only have no reason to say, I just don't, I just don't. Okay. Okay, you understand. Hallelujah. And I thank God for me discovering who I am. And it draws all men near. Hallelujah. We could look so fancy on the outside. And the inside can be like, help me. I don't know my worth. I don't feel my worth. I'm going to try to dress it up though. Because I don't want no one to know that I don't know. Because I don't want no one to see what I feel. I don't want no one to pity me. Because I'm pitying me. So let me dress it up. You understand? And that's why we compete and compare a lot. And I mean close. Up close and personal. Friends of friends. Family. Competing. Because of those words. That was trying to be sown in our lives. 
and it caused us to feel bitter, unappreciated, disrespected, played with. You understand? I realize how God uses me. How God used you is to bring change. And sometimes we can feel funny inside when change is present. And we try to push it away. I don't want that right now. I'm not ready to go through. I just got through something. You got to get it all out. And it all comes from a hunger. Are you hungry for it? Are you thirsty for that change? Because you and I don't ever have to settle again. We don't have to settle for words, settle for people, settle for places, nor settle for things. You understand? We're walking with God. That's a difference. That makes us different to make a difference. Because we have him. We have him. Hallelujah. We have him. And he's all that we need. Him. This conversation is worldwide, north, south, east, and west. A lot of times we brush things off. We could be holding things in from the person we married to for over 20 years, 30 years. We got to get those things out. We should not be married or be in a family or have a friend and we feel ways and we feel like it's going to mess things up if we say something. It's not. And we can't be that people that say it's not. And we wind up being the one who causing things to become worse because we can't handle honest criticism from people who we know love us. It's not what we say, it's how we say it. And not just how we say it, it's also what we say, when we say it. Say words with kindness. Sometimes we lead by an example. Hallelujah. You don't go to somebody's home and just start cleaning up. Who are you coming in my house cleaning? You understand? That's one example out of many. Are you okay? I'm fine. But if you were fine, you wouldn't say it like that. You good? I'm good. And even if we we be so you know on defense mode, are you okay? Okay, girl. I'm, what you mean? I'm more than okay. See, all of that, that's too much. That's telling on ourselves. <laughs> Let that stuff out right now. So we can reach and grab our promises right now. I see chains that are being tightened when they need to be broken. You understand? I know a lot of you may have thought that I was going to be in your life and just, you know, hey, I love you too. Yeah. And that is definitely me. But the more we become mature by discovering who we are and coming up higher by learning how not to be, we are able to see how God sees the more and hear and we become more sharper than ever before. But we can only be sharp 
where we're able to admit I need to change. Because the more voids, the more God filled them in with who we really are. So let's get rid of those voids. Those empty places. Those things that's blocking. Those things that's trying to stop. Those generational stems that have grown and have grown in every vein and wonder why our blood cannot flow properly to our brain. Cut that stuff down. You understand? By admitting I need to change. I am learning every day. There's nothing you cannot tell me and I would not be honest and say, okay, you could tell me anything about myself. It don't mock you, you know? And I don't mean just try to do it because I said it. I mean, Q, you know, you could do this sometimes. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know. Okay. Not, oh, I don't feel that. I don't receive that. I don't mean words that's coming at me that it's not from God. You understand? We can feel when it's from God. And even when words are not coming from God, still going to act godly towards you. You understand? And it's not me that been pushed away, say of God. It's that God was being pushed away through me. Because many of us want to embrace God, but we don't want to embrace him through the vessel. Because many of us don't want it to be known, okay, you the one who helped me. You the one who seen this about me. You the one who seen me be exposed in this way. I didn't want it to be you. I wanted to be somebody that's older than me or somebody that, you know, more seasoned than me. However we think about it and wow, whatever. We cannot dismiss nor dismantle a messenger. Do you understand? I cannot dismiss you in my life. Whatever you call to do, I need that as a messenger. Do you understand? I don't know it all. I'm learning every day. I'm learning right now. I'm learning every second. Do you understand? My walk is just a long walk a lot. Because of me being a messenger by mouth, by word and deed too. But I'm speaking what God had me to say, not just to you, to humanity. Every prophet spoke only in the Old Covenant, in the Old Testament, to the Israelites. They were the chosen people. But Christ has come. He sat back down. It's finished. We all been brought back, whether many are aware or not. We have right standing back in our original identity. So the message is not just for Israel. The message is for every nation under God. You understand? So imagine that much more. Imagine, you understand, Nehemiah speaking to the whole globe. Moses leading the whole globe to a land flowing with milk and honey. So you understand how significant we are in this generation? We have access to all humanity. So I'm going to need all of your help. I'm not the only one. I just know what I'm called to do. 
And you know what you're called to do too. When we push away people, we're pushing away God. When we reject people, we're rejecting God. It's not the vessel. The vessel comes along with God, but we actually rejecting him. That's something you need to think about. If you ever come around me and you feel uncomfortable, then ask yourself why. Why? And guess what? It's going to flow up. It's not because I'm rude. It's not because I don't care about you. It's not because I don't love you. It's not because I don't know who I am. It's not because I'm demonic. It's not because I'm sinful. It's not because I'm, you understand? I think I know it all. I think I'm better. Not because any of the ways of the world. So what can it be? If it's not me, that you don't want me to be around. What is it about you? You understand? I have to come away with God. You know why so much? So he can get up my issues out. So when I come around you, I'm able to release a message from God regarding everything he wants to use me to do. Because there's no way I can do it effective if I have things there. Now we're still learning. Of course we are. We're going to learn until we leave here. But certain things that we know that we need not to do. So why do I? You understand? I don't want you to be comfortable where you are. I don't want you to stay like that. And I'm going to tell you like this. True testimony. I know what it's like to get my drink on and get my chill on with a certain, you know, bit of people who do the same thing. And I know what it's like to have another group that don't do that at all. So I knew how to play both. But guess what? I'm not doing nothing but playing myself. Because that crowd, I'm doing all these worldly things with, need to come alongside with that crowd who's not. So where does that put me in ministry? Where does that put me spreading the good news? Where does that put me not being selfish? Where does that put me being Christ-like? Do you understand? I was like, I don't want to be around nobody who don't smoke and drink. Or who don't accept what I do. Who don't accept what, who don't accept what I do. Who don't accept what I do. Because many say, oh, you're fine, you're fine. And then you'll hear about it later on the news. <laughs> the news main people. You'll hear about it. That's why we pick and choose. And we shouldn't do that. You understand? And I realized who the sun sets free is free indeed. It's free indeed. You want to come up higher? Then you're in the right place. You understand? As I'm in the right place with you, because I want to come up higher too. So whatever is being floated up out of you, let it come out. It's time for it to come out. Hallelujah.
Thank you guys so much for listening. They doing a lot with this podcast. I realize that um, it's going live. That other anchors, while they're recording, have access to hear why I'm speaking. And it almost, I was thought it was going to cut it off and I had to start over, you know, after I don't spoke for 36 minutes because I see someone to tune in. Whatever God wants to do, let him do. Let him do. Let him do. If people sow into my life, let God lead you to But if you want to do anything, pray for me. That's what I need from you. Show me God through you. I want to see God through you. I want to see his love for me through you. I want to see God through you. I want to encounter God through you. Seeing God in different ways and shapes and forms. You understand? I don't do anything for money. I used to work to get paid. And God called me off. You understand? And it is what it is. He takes great care of me. I'm trying to tell you. I say, God, (laughs) I'm around all these dealerships. (laughs) I given up my car last year, the beginning, beginning. (laughs) And I'm like, Father, I've been paying for drivers since. Now I'm not working, like no stubs to go to the dealership. Now, if you want to put the thousands in my account in my hand, then I could just drive on without any stuff and go ahead and do something. But until then, I thank you already for a vehicle, Father. You understand? I realize we can't look at our lives or each other's lives from the outside and, and consider whether we bless or not. We have God. That's all we need. Do you understand? God knows what he's doing. God knows exactly what he's doing. And I'm going to let him do it. I know one thing out of many. I'm not turning down no more blessings. (laughs) You know, I'm driving and someone just wanted to sow, you know, a vehicle. It it didn't matter. They said, come with me right now. I'm going to pay for it. I'm going to pay it off. What dealership? Take me. I'm like, I'm okay. I'm fine. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to. I'm like, I already have a car. I mean, I'm good. They didn't ask that. They didn't ask that. They said, pick out anything. Let somebody take you to a dealership and they said, pick out anything. You understand? You got four by fours. You got SUVs. You got trucks, cars, minivans. I think I even seen an RV there. Now I wouldn't have picked it. Come on. You understand? 
That don't mean go overboard. When somebody want to treat, you understand? Get whatever you want. <laughs> somebody, you know, me must be like, all right, oh God. <laughs> Come on, somebody. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you understand? And I'm like, I'm okay. That was like my number one thing to say. I'm okay. Because the thing about it is, when you're just so used to giving, you'll receive is in your giving. And I don't want any of you to ever feel I want you for what you can do. I don't care about that. I really care. I know this sounds very mushy. I'm a very passionate person. Please understand. Now, I could be funny and, you know, be cool with you too. Get down with the get down too. But at the same time, I'm very, very passionate. I'm very sweet. And no one could ever take that away from me. The devil tried to take away my sweetness. He tried to destroy my goodness. He tried to destroy my passion for people. He tried to have me look at everybody the same. You understand? And I'm telling you guys. I love you for you. Because so many times we be used for the things we have. Oh, let me get this. Oh, let me let me bar this. Let me wear this. Now, I'm not saying it's not okay to do. Yeah, of course. And people, you know, you got people to do that with. But I'm just talking about that's all somebody call you for. You know, don't even say hello to you. You know what I'm saying? Only call when they want something. So I want you to know that you know that you know that you know. This is not where I'm coming from. No, I'm not. I'm not like that. But I would never turn down a blessing again. <laughs> no. <laughs> so whatever. I would never pretend... I would never lie about anything. So whatever you ask me, I would give you an answer. I would definitely give you an answer. I would not act like I don't know what you're talking about. I would not do any of that. I'm going to show you I know what you're talking about regarding everything. You understand? These are things I had to discover myself. You know? I'm important. You're important. Hallelujah. I realized I have to stop saying, and I have stopped saying to God, Father, you know, looking at my life on the outside in, it's nothing compared to how I was in the past. And God said, don't ever consider the past to be better than your future. I had a home, a house, I had a car, more than one, income, go wherever I want. And God said, look at that, look at that. What do you say? You're talking about what you preach for. Things. You have me. And when you have me, you have everything that come with me. I got you. Stop looking at that. Leave that back there. I said fresh start. Fresh start. Just don't ever turn down another blessing again. You understand? I mean, turn down some blessings. Because I felt like, you know, I'm okay. I'm fine. That's not what people ask. And some people thought they owe me. Because traditionally, we feel like, you know, when someone help us, we got to, you know, do something back in return. And many felt that. Many have said that to me in ministry. Because you pray with me, I have to give you something. No, you don't have to do anything. Oh, I don't? No. Just receive. Now, if they want to, when a person have in their heart to cheerfully give, that's from God. 
and no one can talk them out of it. No, I'm going to give, I'm going to sell. You better be quiet. Be quiet. I'm trying to get blessing. Receive this. And we can't be like, we okay. I'm receiving blessings left and right, but I'm believing for that car though. <laughs> God say, oh, you believe only for a car? Okay, whatever. I don't care. For the whole darn lot. You understand? Believe big. It's not to just put someone down or rain on someone's parade. We all serve the same big God. What can he not do? Sometimes people could come to you or come to me and say, how come he keep blessing you like that? How come you keep coming at me like that about him blessing me like that? Be happy for me, Dawn. How come he gracing you like that? You don't have to put your hands in nothing. You don't have to pay for nothing. Who lives, you know, not, you know, paying rent and not even in the system? Who does that? Your rental office letting you slide like that? Who referred you to even not have to pay rent? <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. 1785. Now paying, you know. But it's not 1785. <laughs> you understand? And let me tell you how it got like that. Someone was watching me. And they saw that I was married. And I was coming to work, going home, doing the best I can do. I wasn't playing around being a mother, being everything who I thought to be. And I wasn't playing around with that. Doing what I had to do. And guess what? Them women that were older, they were watching. She's a great mother. And they would knock on my door for the rental office just to find reason to come in. And you can't tell the rental office they can't come in. They're like, oh, it's nice and clean. Oh, you always cooking? You notice the man that, you know, you're with, you know, you're married because he's on the lease. You know, you're married. You don't have the same last name, but you're married. I remember you telling us this, but you know, we don't see, but you know. But we see what you're doing. You know, we saw, you know, two incomes now, you know, we don't see him. And guess what I had to report? Because we're getting a divorce. Now I had an option to lie and lose that place or to keep, I mean, to lie, to lie and keep the place or to tell the truth and lose it. Because if you got two incomes, in order for you to move in somewhere, they go off your gross income combined. Combined. And I was like, Dad, they want this much a year combined? This is this, this mortgage. This is how much a house costs off, pay off. Hundreds and thousands. You understand? And it was combined income. So it was like, oh, we have more than enough. We got enough too. Okay, la, 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 we got this. Can you add in an extra bathroom, please? You understand? You know, for real, though. Can we get two bathrooms instead of one? Or, you know, bathroom and a half, without a one without a shower? Doesn't matter. You know, you got two income. Oh, sure. You know? Then all of a sudden, there goes God. There goes a pandemic. Uh-oh. <laughs> Don't go back to work. Uh, 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 uh. What? Okay. Okay, God, out with the old, in with the new, a whole testimony of the new. 
moved out. He went back to the house, back where they where he was from. You understand? And they asked me, where is this man? We don't see him. And that was God. They came just to pop up. Just to be nosy. I'm like trying to find things. You know, we just come in to check out the lights. The lights are fine. We just moved in. You know what I'm saying? Just came from St. Mary's County. We just moved. You know, I'm back home now. You understand? God knew all along what he was setting me up for this day. Not even aware of that day. But I'm saying yes, God. Regarding every day. And they said to me. You know, we see all these bags by the door. You know, where's this man? And I was like, oh, God, I got to tell the truth. I might, I might lose the place. I only got one income now. Because I'm still getting benefits from my job due to leave. And I had to tell him. To be honest, guys, uh, he moved out. These bags right here are his. He's coming to get them. I have filed for a divorce. I filed for a divorce. And I thought it was going to say, well, you know, you have one income. You got to go. They was like, well, you know what? You'll be all right. They were older women. They was understanding that, that you know, can they have pull to take your, your rent to zero if they want to. You understand? And I didn't know, they, you know, what they were doing. They were, be, they were being sent by God. And I'm thinking you're being nosy. They wanted to see if it really was what it was. And I didn't lie. But they cost me the place. Hey, whatever. I'm going out, you know, being honest. And they say, it's going to be all right. It's going to be fine. It's going to be all right. I know you're young. You're going to be fine. We know we've been there. We've done that. You're going to be just fine. And I felt so relieved. Like, oh, my God. You're not criticizing me. You're not downing me. You're not saying you're young girls this. I told you so. No, you're supporting me. You're, you know, I was like, my God. I didn't have to touch my money for anything. Hey, guess what? Your whole Christmas is going to be catered and Thanksgiving. Yeah, we're going to help you. We got 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 you. You're good. You're good. And they were helping sister to sister, not tearing me down, not trying to. Because God knew if I be honest, there goes my breakthrough. But if I lied, they already knew what was going on. It would probably cost me the place. If I lied, I'm thinking I'm lying to keep it. You understand? And I thank God for that. Then they called me in the rental office. That's how it happened. You know, you don't have to, you know, then God, you know, told me not to go, you know, my money stopped coming in. So, you know, you know, don't go back to work. You know, just go ahead and do ministry. I'm like, okay, I don't got time to be worried about nothing. You know what I'm saying? I'm too free to be worried. There was too much transition to even be worried about anything. The pandemic going on, you don't got time to be worried about what? This is, this is favor for me. Out with the old and with the new. So they come in the rental office during the time of a pandemic when it just got started. Everybody off the job, got to stay home. And they call me in there. You want coffee, sugar, this, cream, great, great. No, I don't drink coffee. You got tea. This, blah, blah, blah. Sit down. This is the woman right here, guys. And all, all of them sit me down. I'm like, okay, oh my God, I'm about to get evicted. Oh, God. They was like, no, um, this going to be your rent now because we took him off. You still going to be where you are. We got you. Just don't go around telling people, you understand? Because they're going to wonder why come. they're not, you know, receiving, you know, this type of treatment. But we see something in you. You're trying. You're between a rock and a hard place. We got you. We got you. And there goes me. Got to tell them that I'm not working. I'm like, God darn. Now I got to tell them that I'm not working. After they just hooking me up with, you know, that. So there goes me. Have to be honest again. Hey, guys, I, 
I'm not to go back to work now either. Oh, so now it's no income. No. Okay. All right. We, we'll get back. We'll get back in touch with you. I'm like, oh, God. Let me start packing my things. You're coming back to the rental office. Like two weeks later. Hey. This is a new rent cost for you. Oh. Yeah. You're not working, right? Right. Okay. This is how much you have to pay for rent. Oh. Okay. But you do have income coming in. Due to your job with the benefits. You do you do have money saved up. You good? You alright? You understand? And the more income you get, you know, that's the more you pay. You understand? And I thank God that is still not what they they requiring. It took some people that was like, hold on, why is she so different? That was even working there. Hold on, what you mean? How come I can't, you know? How come won't you stop hating and just be happy? God, don't want, you understand? But I had time for all that. And that's how it happened. Because I did what God asked me to do. Get rid of everything old. Hold on, God. I'm not getting rid of my car. I got to drive me and my son around. You, I just bought this car two years ago. No. This car paid in full. Nah. This car's insured and everything. Nah. I just got my tags renewed. Father, I'm not doing that one. I didn't say that. I got rid of it. I got rid of everything old. It left me and my child with just... You know, mattresses, dining room set, kitchen set, and God took us on the shopping spree. And that's what we started out with. <laughs> but before that, it was just mattresses, <laughs> couch, Jesus Christ. Come on, some, come on, come on. I don't care if it was one pot. I don't care if it was two plates. I thank God it's not that way today. You understand? Sometimes it's like, God, it looked like nothing good is happening. And all time, the whole time, you've been set up for blessing upon blessing upon blessing. I was like, Father, I feel poor. No, you're rich. I feel the least. No, you're the greatest. No, 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 no. Don't think like that. I'm just glad that you in my will receive my plan and every blessing that comes your way and how it comes your way is because I love you. I had to learn how to be broken from pride saying, I got it. I got it. Because I don't, I didn't want anyone to think that I couldn't get it or I couldn't do it. I can do what you can do. I'm no, I'm nowhere near lazy. I'll take five jobs. It don't matter. I don't need you just so I can just, you know, if I can just, I can do it. You understand stuff like that. There are people here that are lazy. Just definitely not one of them. I'm here to stop that. Not be the one to continue that. You understand? And I just thank God that it seemed like some things were taking forever. But I thank God 
that he's so faithful. He's a man of his word. Well, he's not a man. He's a God of his word. I let go everything. And I made everything that God said let go of. And he had me to go live and testify it. I'm like, jeez. I don't even go and look for those recordings. No. <laughs> I only want to see that. Because I know I probably jump up and shout for joy because I did it. And look at me today from that day. I'm up. I did it. I did it. I did it. I admitted I was wrong. I admitted that I wanted to be in the will of God. I admitted to God's plan. I admitted to God's yes. I admitted to every mistake. I admitted to it. I manned up to it. And I asked all of you to forgive me regarding it. And that's why the glory is so powerful of me. Not because I'm better. No one's better than each other. Because I'm just, you know, I'm hungry and I'm thirsty for all that God ever written down concerning me. I'm seeing everything beyond measure, everything beyond the beyond before I leave here. That is my testimony. You understand? And I thank God that he blessed me to raise my child in the way he should go. Never complained. Never, so he know not to, but you understand, because he was raised that way. And I thank God for how he had us to raise our kids. It's according to how they're called and what they're called to do. I didn't know that my son wanted to serve this, he wanted to serve. He wanted to serve. Worldwide, just serve. But he got to put a name to it. He want to serve. And that's how, you know, I raised him. You know, a big disciplinary. I had to be not even aware. That's how God had me to be with him because he needed that discipline in order to serve. He want to serve his country. And him, he want to serve every country to know, know how his heart is. Just serving. You know, whether police force or military force, he's still like, well, I just want to just serve. I want to go the highest I can be, fathers, in serving. Whatever rank that is. I just want to serve. I want to help. Keep bad things from happening in the earth. Stop the wars and all these things. I want to, I want to protect I want to stop bombs and all these things. I just want to do that. Hallelujah. I thank God for everything. I thank God for you. Now, it may be some things floating up now, later, tomorrow. Just get them out. They come out faster according to your hunger. You know what? Just I'm so hungry, God. You can say, Father, get them all out. Get everything out and just go through that process because everything that comes out, he fulfill it what needs to be there. So don't you want the things that need to be there? Be there? Okay. Let it out. 
If God says stop lying, stop lying. Hallelujah, whatever. I love you, it's my time. 